Is there not an entire section on this subject? Yes, that's what's unfair. I may have I may have been my mind about ether, for example. Is is your is your book for sale about? Yes. I'm not sure. I just go and try and do a better job. Let me tell you. Say it like you mean it. This is my body. Yo, Trey. What up? I got something to say. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Let Me Tell You, episode 121. I'm your host, Norm, the Master's Dog Dunham, a.k.a. the Evangelical Norm. So, <clears throat> excuse me, let's talk some sports. I, I I was thinking about it, and I was, like, looking at all the stories that I wanted to talk about that happened this last week, and I'm like, I'm like you know, I love sports, and I don't talk about sports very much in any of my podcasts. I did a little bit... Um, Last week or the week before, talking about uh, oh, Shikari. I can't even remember her last name. Um, once in a while, I talk about sports here and there, but I should talk more. Let's talk about it today. Let's talk sports. So right off the top, let's just say congratulations to the Milwaukee Bucks um, for, <coughs> excuse me, uh, Winning the NBA Finals. So once the Jazz got knocked out, I didn't have a dog in the fight. So I was like really actually excited to see the Suns and the Bucks coming down to the wire. Um, game 7. And to, to just really see two teams that haven't been there in a long time. You know, it was nice to... I mean, I don't begrudge any teams. I mean, there are some real, there's real talent in the NBA. So again... I want to see my Jazz get a ring. I would love to see them finally win a championship. I think we have a team that we can do it with. But, you know, I mean, a lot of times once they get knocked out of the uh, the playoffs, I, I kind of stop watching. This year, I really did. I just kind of stuck in. And it was nice to not see the Lakers, not see the, the Warriors, the Cavaliers. I mean, all the teams that have been there. I mean, if we look at the last 15 years, I mean, you've got... Golden State, you've got the Warriors, you've got uh, the Lakers, uh, you know, wherever LeBron is, right? And, you know, we're not going to talk about LeBron and being the GOAT because he's not. I wouldn't, I, seriously, honestly, in all seriousness, I wouldn't even put LeBron in my top 10. I mean, when you're talking greatest of all time, all time is a long time. And there's a lot of really good players from back in the day that I don't think LeBron could compete with, right? Um, Wilt Chamberlain, Pistol Pete Maravich, uh, Dr. J. Uh, now I'm going to just draw a blank. <laughs> Mark Eaton, you know, Larry Bird, Charles Barkley, Dennis Rodman. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on of, of guys that I just don't think LeBron could, could hang with, right? I guarantee you. You put LeBron in any of the teams from the the mid '80s to late '90s, and he doesn't go anywhere. So <clears throat> it was nice to not see him in the finals. And again, I'm not saying he's a bad ball player. I mean, that would just be dishonest. He's a good ball player. I mean, how many how many times has he been to the finals? How many championships has he won? I don't know. I'd have to look it up. But I know he's been there quite a few times. I know he's lost, he's won, right, back and forth. He's a good player. 
I'm, I'm not going to deny that in any way, shape, or form. But he's not in my top ten, and he's definitely not the GOAT. I did, however, really love uh, what Giannis had to say. And I'm not even going to try to attempt to pronounce his last name. Uh, the Greek Freak, as, as they affectionately call this man, made a comment about not having to go to a super team to win a championship. And he made the statement, you know, this is how you do it. You get with a team and you improve to the point that you win. And I, I like that. That's, I mean, that's how the jazz has been uh, for years. It seems like it's like guys will play on the jazz and they just become a cohesive team. Um, we saw it in the nineties with Malone and Stockton and Hornacek were like the, the core three, um, and then we brought in talent like Brian Russell. We brought in – had guys like uh, – oh, who else was on that, that team? Uh, Benoit, Russell, uh, Ostertag. I mean, there were a lot of really good players that uh, were on that team. Uh, and so I loved that comment because, again, that's what you've seen LeBron do. LeBron has tried to form winning teams around him and create these super teams. And even, I mean, there's a, there's a mentality in sports anymore. Once upon a time, you, you guys were like franchise players and we still see that a little bit, but we see the, the superstars that are like, I need a championship and I'm going to go to a super team. Uh, you know, we saw back in the day in football, you had Walter Payton beginning to end bears. You had, uh, you know, Terry Bradshaw, you had John Elway, um, these guys. And then you had other guys that I personally, I think they, they just overextended their run and they should have retired with the team. I mean, Joe Montana, it's so weird to go through. I, I'm a collector of football cards and, and basketball cards. It's so weird to go through uh, those years of Joe Montana and 49ers, 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 Chiefs. You know, Jerry Rice, 49ers, 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 Raiders. Favre, uh, Packers, 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 Jets, right? Uh, Vikings, Jets, uh, and I mean, even beyond that, McMahon. And there's just this weird uh, dynamic of we want to go to a team and, and build this great team to win a championship. The Lakers did in late 2000 with Carl Malone, right? They tried to form that, that super team with Gary Payton and Carl Malone and uh, Shaq and Kobe and who else was on that team and, and didn't quite make, I don't think Shaq was on there at the time. I can't remember, but they were trying to bring in all these great players to win a championship. And Giannis was like, get with the team, stick with the team. And I like that attitude. I don't, again, I don't begrudge anybody big paychecks or anything like that. If that's what you're doing, you know, again, Tom Brady, I hate Tom Brady. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Brady hater. As much as I'm a Raider hater, I'm a Brady hater. So, for years, the the hierarchy of teams that that I would would never root for, I will never root for the the uh, Oakland Raiders ever, ever. Not a, not rooting for the Raiders ever. Then the only time I would ever root for the New England Patriots is if they were playing the Raiders. <laughs> The only time I would ever root for the Dallas Cowboys is if they were playing the Patriots or the Raiders. And then Tom Brady left. And the Patriots are suddenly off my never root for team or list because Tom Brady's not there. The Bucks found their way in there. 
right? But again, it was obvious that his time was done in New England. He wasn't finished. It's not like he went to the Bucks to win a championship. How many? I mean, he already had five. He got number six with the Bucks, right? Um, so it's not like he went there to win the championship. He went there because it was obviously obvious his time was done in New England, and he wasn't done playing. So, and I, I, kind of the same thing with Favre. I, I mean, I don't think he went to the Vikings to win a championship. He had already won them. He just wasn't done playing. Should have been done playing. But, uh, so... Again, all these little rabbit trails that come off of this. This is probably why I don't talk a lot of sports, because we are everywhere. We're eight minutes in, and we've talked about everything already. So I just really love that kind of attitude. And I think uh, Donovan Mitchell, why I love Donovan so much, is he kind of has that attitude, I think. He's here with the the Jazz, and they are, you know, he's going to, I hope, stick with the Jazz and continue to improve and improve. I mean, we, we got second round this year and we got knocked out and it was, you know, we've had injuries and all kinds of issues that came up. And so next year, if we can stay healthy and get through, I think we can, I, a fighting chance. And, you know, obviously we have the draft and there's trading and stuff like that. It's weird because you're in this place where it's like, okay, you want to see the team improve, but it's like, I don't know that we really need anybody new to improve and I don't want to let anybody go. I mean, obviously, I'm not in the front office of the Utah Jazz, so I'm not making any of these decisions. But, I mean, when you're looking at possibly trading away Joe Ingles, you're looking at trading away uh, Derek Favors again, <laughs> right? I'm like, we, we traded him, and then we got him back. And we I, I want to keep this team the way it is because, I mean, it was so good with what we've gotten. If we are all healthy and these guys are, are playing well – this is a very cohesive team. I'm like, don't draft anybody. Don't trade anybody. Let's try this again with the same crew and the same roster. The only, the only addition I really want to see happen is Damian Lillard. I would love to see him come back to Utah. I mean, he went to college right up the street from me, literally. One block over, straight shot up. That's Weber State University where Dame did his, played his college ball. And that dude is amazing. So I'd love to see him come back to Utah and play in a jazz uniform. But that's the only change I'd make. And if we can keep everybody else, I just want to keep everybody and add Damien. So, I mean, I, obviously we got to lose somebody. We can only have so many on the roster, right? But on the kind of the same vein, I, I, I really wanted to mention that, you know, congrats to uh, the Bucks. But I don't think Team USA is going anywhere. And, I mean, obviously, Giannis, I don't know if he's going to, if he has the ability to go play for Greece now in the Olympics. I mean, obviously, he wasn't playing because they're playing in the championships. And But I don't know if he has the opportunity, if they put him on the roster and just put him on, you know, standby because he's playing in the, the NBA Finals. But Team USA looks like they're destined for bronze again like they did in 2004. You know, we had amazing dream team, dream team, dream team. And then we get this, this kind of wah, 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 bronze. And then, you know, I don't remember what it was, 2000. I don't remember where we were, how, if we won gold or anything. Um, I, there was a long period of time where I really didn't pay attention to, to any sports. But um, this year, and, and it's the, the, the cool thing about it, 
Here's here's why I'm not mad at the fact that Team USA is probably only going to get bronze in the Olympics because there are so many amazing international players in the NBA right now. I mean, I uh, contenders of, again talking basketball sport trading cards contenders did a thing with uh, I think they've done it for a couple of years where they've got the international players specifically on different cards so you've got guys like uh, like Giannis and Joe Ingles and Rudy Gobert and the Bogdanovich uh, I don't think they're brothers I don't even think they're brothers we just have two guys in the league named Boyan and Bogdan Bogdanovich they got to be related they, you can't you that can't be uh, <laughs> I don't know um, but you've got these guys that are amazing players that are coming from all over the globe, and then they go back to represent their countries in the Olympics. Rudy Gobert and, and uh, what's the, I can't think of his first name, Batum, are both playing for France, and they beat USA the other day. And apparently, from what I hear, I, I didn't see the game. I've been meaning to, to watch the, the highlights, but apparently Rudy made uh, Kevin Durant look bad, look real bad. So um, I, I, I'll probably sometime get down to watching the highlights of that. But I'm like, I, words I never thought I'd ever say in my life, but I might root for France in the Olympics. Uh, because, I mean, Rudy, he's, he's my man. You know, playing here for the Jazz and an and amazing, amazing defensive player of the year for the third time in a row, right? I mean, you just don't get much better than that. Uh, him and Mark Eaton, rest in peace. Uh, just amazing uh, guys that we've had on this jazz team. So it's going to be interesting to watch the rest of the Olympics, but the USA has been defeated and it looks like the best that they can possibly do right now is bronze. So good luck USA. Maybe it would have been different if Donovan had played. And, and again, I don't, I'm not, I don't begrudge anybody choosing to or not to play in the Olympics. I've, I've had all kinds of conversations with people like, oh, I'm so mad at Donovan Mitchell because he didn't go play for team. Well, you know, he had his reasons. Whether they were political, I don't know. I don't think they were political. I think it was because of, you know, playing in the, the playoffs and stuff like that. He didn't get over, get there to play. I don't know. So I'm not mad at him, though. Um, never mad at Donnie. Uh, yeah. Unless he just does something dumb, which I, I don't So, um, yeah, talking about trades and stuff like that and great players and in their own right, Aaron Rodgers read this morning. He did show up in Green Bay, did show up to for, for uh, training camp, and we'll see how things go. But there's still talk that he's wanting to be traded, and there's one place where he wants to go, and it's the place that I want him to go, and that is Denver. Um, apparently his girlfriend lives in Denver, so you know, Mr. Discount Double Check wants to go hang out and play in Denver, and I would love to have him. This guy is a. I, I, I'm wondering if I'd love. I should have looked it up, but I, I'd love to see the statistic to who has more fourth quarter comebacks, him or Brady. Uh, and I'll give Brady the goat. I mean, ring count, uh, years playing, uh, just level as much as I do not like Tom Brady I I got to give it to him I got to be honest in my uh analysis and go it's the same with Jordan I mean I cannot stand Michael Jordan because he pushed off in 1998 um but he's he's as I can say pretty pretty confidently Jordan's the greatest of all time in in the NBA 
he who shall not be named, Tom Brady, I forgot his name, uh, Tom Riddle down Voldemort, uh, shall, uh, is the greatest of all time in the NFL. But this guy gives him a good run for his money. And then you've got, other, I mean, great players in their own rights. Elway, Favre, Bradshaw, the, again, the list goes on and on. Mahomes is, is coming into his own. And then we've got guys that are coming up, Justin Herbert and Jordan Love and all these guys that are, are coming up and, and very high potential for these guys. But, again, we'll see what's going to happen. I love to watch Aaron Rodgers play, and I would love nothing more than to see Aaron Rodgers play in a Denver Broncos uniform. Um, so we'll see, but he did show up to summer camp. So, you know, John Elway has not returned any of my my tweets, or that's the only way I ever try to connect with John Elway is through Twitter. Um, and he's not making those decisions anymore anyway. I, I can't remember who they uh, promoted to the general manager, and John Elway's just, you know, they're doing, or his general manager, but he's not making decisions anymore. So, whoever needs to make that decision, get this guy in a Broncos uniform. You can send uh, Teddy Bridgewater to Green Bay. You can send anybody who we've got in a court. Who do, who do we have? I mean, uh, Drew Locke. Any of those guys can go if we can have Aaron Rodgers. I mean, granted, he's probably only got one or two seasons left in him. But this guy, if he can continue to play at the level he's played at and have just be like Peyton Manning was to come in and just dominate and get the Broncos to another Super Bowl, I will be happy. So we'll see what happens with that. But the other thing that is going on, and this was where we're going to take that kind of quick turn into sports and politics um, and COVID and, and whatever. But, and, and it's really not a political thing at this point. It's, it's, not a, it's not a partisan thing of people who are like refusing to take the vaccine. Cause, and again, I don't know where DeAndre Hopkins stands, but you've got guys like Cole Beasley, um, other, I can't remember. There, there's a few other players. The two that I can remember the names, um, DeAndre Hopkins, Cole Beasley, are like not uh, wanting or not at this point undecided on whether or not they're taking the vaccine. But I guess the NFL's new vaccine policy is... I. I I'm not sure exactly what it, if it's like you're not playing, if you're not vaccinated or what, but there's going to be causing, there's going to be some issues. And the term, I guess, uh, Tucker Carlson coined it. And I, I just heard it the other day used in context with uh, the NFL of medical Jim Crow. So, um, so I don't know if there's like separate locker rooms or if, if they're doing in the NFL what they're doing at my work which is if you've been vaccinated, you get to take off the mask and you can hang out and get close to people and, you know, touchy-feely or whatever. But if you're not vaccinated, you have to wear masks and you have to be apart. And they gave out. I still can't imagine. I can't. um, Somebody should have got fired for the optics of the fact that they're like, we're going to put a little stripe on your badge for those who have been vaccinated. At least it was the vaccinated people get the, the, the stripe. But again, we are designated by what we are wearing. Like what? Let's just put a little yellow star of David on there for those who are not vaccinated. We'll walk around the halls and shout unclean, 
you know, you can give us separate vaccinated and unvaccinated drinking fountains and, and break rooms and stuff like that. And maybe that's what they're talking. I don't know. I don't know exactly what the policy is, but I know there's a lot of guys in the NFL who are considering retiring Cole Beasley specifically and Deandre Hopkins, uh, are considering retiring because of the, the policy, the policies, uh, for the vaccination. And there are guys that are just like, we don't want to take this experimental vaccine into our bodies and, and run the risk of whatever can come from putting, you know, un, <laughs> untested, unver, un, unapproved emergency, uh, approval, but not FDA approved experimental vaccines in your body. And it's becoming, it's going, there's going to be repercussions of this. There's absolute, I mean, you know, it's, it's leading that way. So again, we, we know it's not specifically, it's not a color thing. It's not the white guys, you know, which is, it's part of what has kind of been presented as, you know, those, those backwoodsy three tooth, um, local yokel white guys, rednecks that don't want it. But obviously none of those things describe DeAndre Hopkins and he's in the spot and I, I, don't, I don't know if he's Republican or Democrat or conservative liberal or whatever, but he's in the place. He's, he's definitely not an unintelligent inbred redneck, which is what the, the narrative is, seems to be of, of the people who are refusing. I don't know if he's a, a MAGA supporter or not, but that's what the, the media wants to tell you. Everybody who doesn't want the vaccine are just backwoodsy redneck racist Trump supporters who want to see everybody die. And the reality is, again, we've got to look at the science and we've got to look at the data, the data itself. Look at Israel, which is, you know, they, they're talking about another lockdown. They're talking about mass mandates again. I think they did implement them, but the, the big um, outbreak again, recent surge of COVID cases 40% of the 3,000 that were reported that in the statistics that I read, 40% of them that got COVID were people who were fully vaccinated. Fully vaccinated. Less than 1% are people who have natural immunity because they've had COVID already. Let that sink in for all of you who are demanding vaccines and that everybody get vaccinated and blah, 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 blah. And if you don't get vaccinated, you're killing people, Mr. President. Thank you very much for putting a putting a, a, a mark on me with the people that I work with that that only hear the things you say and now look at me as a threat. You've literally in the words that you've said have created a hostile workplace for me. Because people look at me without my green line on my badge and think I'm a threat because I'm, I'm just carrying COVID to give to everybody. Right. But again, statistically right now, they're the ones that are more likely to get it again or to be infected is because they've already, and having been fully vaccinated. Now, maybe it makes it less severe. This vaccine is like a treatment, but not a preventative measure. So again, I, I don't know. And, and it, I don't know exactly how that really relates to the sports, except for there's 
there's big upheaval and, and we're going to see it in the NBA as we get back into drafts and spring training and, and uh, you know, summer leagues and, and so on. It's going to become a, an issue. It's going to become an issue all over the place. And it is, it's becoming a dividing issue in this country. And, and the media is not doing a good enough job of portraying the actual, actual true statistics and they're just sticking with, again, the politicized uh, common, excuse me, narrative and commentary that it's get vaccinated or you're going to die. And if you don't get vaccinated, you're killing people. That's an irresponsible way that the, the president, the White House, the media corps, all of them, except for, again, the choice few, Blaze TV and some of the independent news channels and so on. I, I don't watch Fox anymore, so I don't know what they're talking about. But um, it's very, you know, it's very irresponsible way that it's being portrayed. And I watch it on Facebook among my own family, uh, people who are like very anti-vaccine and people who are, you know, if you don't get it, you're killing everybody else. Right. And it's like, calm down. Really? Again, I, I mean, I don't care if you decide to get it and but don't expect me to get it because I've already had COVID. I've got a natural immunity and that is far better than what any vaccine can do. So we're going to leave it at that. And there's our, our little sports episode of, and other stuff episode of, uh, let me tell you, I'm looking forward to a new, uh, a good new season of football and basketball and everything else. So, um, thanks for taking the time to listen. If you would hit the subscribe button, hit the like, share all those things, uh, to make Mr. Algorithm, uh, push the, uh, the podcast out to other people who might be interested and willing to listen and, uh, enjoy and maybe even benefit from some of the things that we talk about here. So, uh, once again, thank you for listening. And as always preach the gospel at all times, use words. They're necessary until next time. Soli Deo Gloria.